Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker of yours. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus First and goal from the six, fake the handoff, Cousins will throw it underneath, catch made, Hawkinson breaks a tackle, left side, he's in, touchdown Vikings! Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. You Better You Bet family member, the great Iron Eagle with the call this past football season on Westwood One. The Kirk Cousins injury was such a bummer. Minnesota was playing well, Cousins was maybe going to author the best season of his career, and season ends abruptly just like that with the torn Achilles. For now, 36-year-old Kirk Cousins. We'll talk about Cousins' future. We'll do a little NBA Sixth Man of the Year as well. Coming up here in this segment here to wrap up our number one on this terrific football Tuesday, Nick Friedel coming up next hour on the show. Odyssey Sports NBA Insider talking all things association. And then it's eight buckets time. Ken and I will guess win totals for all the teams in the American Football Conference. We look forward to that. All our bets for tonight, and there will be many. Coming up in the power hour, the final hour of the show. We're going to break uh, in the last segment, Ken. We're talking about Kyler Murray. And that maybe Kyler Murray is going to be the wild card here as far as, you know, what are the Broncos going to do? What are the Falcons going to do? What are the Raiders going to do? Quarterback needy teams. Could Kyler Murray be an answer to those questions? And I think we kind of have to ask the same thing about Kirk Cousins. Now, I've been saying throughout this whole process, I think the most likely outcome is that Kirk Cousins signs back with the Minnesota Vikings. And Vikings head coach Kevin O'Connell addressing the media today in Indianapolis at the Combine, saying that they're negotiating with Cousins and that things are going well. Doesn't mean Cousins is definitely going to re-sign there. But we remember, Kirk Cousins, very low-key, one of the great like mercenaries in the history of professional sports, has made so much money by extracting the maximum amount of value out of teams in every situation which is a long-winded way of saying, I think he's going to go to the place that pays him the most amount of money. It's been what he's done his entire career. So yeah, he's loyal to Minnesota, and he really likes Kevin O'Connell, and he's got Justin Jefferson there, and he can like finish his story in Minnesota. Or maybe another team puts a bigger bag in front of him, and maybe he goes elsewhere. So not just Kyler Ken, but I think Kirk Cousins looms as a big-time wild card in the quarterback sweepstakes for a lot of teams this offseason. Yeah, and I think, you know, when we get to those teams in eight buckets, maybe it's like, hey, if you plug in this quarterback or that quarterback, 
like what do you you know how much would you improve the win total it's it's going to be a really off the top of the head kind of a calculation because these things are are tough to quantify going from one quarterback to another like you're going to get people that are going to disagree on it probably a lot of the time and then I, what i always try to think about because it's there's only one team involved is well what about that team if that guy leaves right so like what about arizona if kyler's not there or what about minnesota i think minnesota especially if cousins isn't there like that, you know, as someone who maybe is going to have like a moderate amount of interest in the Lions being really, really, really good next year, which the market will have a high win total on, but just like that, I think they will win a lot of games and maybe make a deep run in the playoffs again. And the Packers will be, I think, everyone's kind of pick as a like a trendy team that will win the NFC next year. And I kind of agree with that. Uh, you take a team in their division and you like chop their legs out from under them and they have a really low win total next year, which is what Minnesota will probably have. Um, then that's kind of interesting to me too. Like knowing I like green Bay a lot, I'm almost like, yeah, go, go play somewhere else. <laughs> I get to do it, <laughs> like do it. Um, so that's, it's always my first thought is like the situation that gets left behind. And you know, that it's almost like that team just moves to the bottom of the deck again and like starts working their way back up because you, you, you know, you draft a rookie quarterback or you, uh, you have like a bridge year even where you have like a, a fill in starter and then you draft a quarterback, whatever strategy the team takes. So, yeah, I mean, like, I, I think, you know, it, it probably needs to be more specific with the quarterbacks of where they go, like, all right, plug them in there. What do you think? But I, I always tend to think more about like what they, what they leave behind. How, how bad is it? How low would the number be? Um, does that make me want to bet another team instead? So I guess, let me ask you this question. So Green Bay next year will enter the year, assuming health, right? Every, people are going to think they're going to be really good and they probably will be really good. Yeah. Detroit is probably going to be really good again next year. If Chicago takes Caleb Williams first overall. Remember, the Bears have their own first-round pick later in the top yeah. 10, eighth overall. Let's say they draft Adunze from Washington, right, and pair him with DJ Moore with Caleb Williams. Montez Sweat was a stud last year after that trade. Like, defense is pretty good. Iberflus is a pretty good defensive coach. And uh, let's say the Vikings start. I'll just oh, – Michael Panics, just because like, you wore purple in college, right. you wore purple in the pros, whatever. Perfect. And maybe Panix could yeah. be good. You, you, Would you pick the Vikings to come in last in the division next year? Yes, right? I think I would pick the Bears to come in last because I just think Eberflus is that bad. I just think this guy, I just think like there's no there's no track record of competence and there's a huge track record of competence, a long one with O'Connell. Here's here's Josh Dobbs off a plane. Doesn't matter. Like, let's go win this game and I'm going to compete. So like you give here, and this is why like when when players talk all the time about Oh, like the most important thing is the situation you go to as opposed to, you know, like whatever other factors like this is what they what they kind of mean, where like if you're if you're Caleb Williams and you go to Chicago and you have this dumpster, then like this, this could be problematic for your development. You go to O'Connell. Look what O'Connell's doing with some of these guys. Like, this is ridiculous. Like, this is, again, you, you put Penix in there. Like Penix might be that guy where I'm just going to think whatever smart team picks him, I'm going to be like, ah, oh, that that's the team. Like that's, that's the pick right there. We did it with Denver in the last segment. Like if you put him on Minnesota, I'd be like, yeah, O'Connell's going to figure out a way to get the maximum out of him. Maybe it's really good. Like maybe that's how it looks. I, uh, I don't know if I have, I, I doubted Minnesota in the middle of this past season. Cousins gets hurt. The futures markets, win totals adjusted division, make playoffs, miss playoffs. It all bottoms out for Minnesota. They're viewed as a certainty to miss. 
uh, right after Cousins gets hurt. And you and I are doing segments about, well, like Jefferson's probably not going to come back from injury now. And this is looking really bad. And like, how, like, how are they ever going to win any more games? And if you had bought Minnesota on that dip in all those markets, I mean, you would have won every adjusted win total for about three weeks up. And you really had like a shot on the make playoffs at big prices uh, until, you know, the final couple weeks unraveled the way that they did, but like you were in great. And I, I guess that was just kind of a lesson to me about like, yeah, don't like, don't, fade this coaching staff just because it looks bad like they can they can make a lot of things happen out of not very much and you know i think the second half of the season was kind of proof of that you better you better hear with nick and ken on a tuesday talking uh all the latest news and rumors from the nfl scouting uh combine um worth noting for minnesota their general manager uh Quesi adolfo mensa saying today at the combine Basically, like, they're not trading Justin Jefferson, which was, like, I think, like, a pretty realistic thought process. If Minnesota was going to try and reset the clock at the quarterback position to try and trade Jefferson in lieu of extending him, making him, like, I mean, how much money is he going to get paid? The best wide receiver that's come out, maybe since, like, Randy Moss. I don't know. He's he's ridiculously good. So it looks like Jefferson will be back next year. And just, like, because I started the segment, and I think it's worth worthwhile— and when the time is worth us talking about it, Cousins potentially going elsewhere, because it might happen. I do think the most likely scenario, Ken, is that he's back in Minnesota next year as the Vikings starting quarterback coming off the Achilles. And then maybe it's, okay, now let's talk about, like, what if Cousins is just back next year and they run it back again for another year with Minnesota yeah. with this coaching with staff, dead last. Jefferson, with, with and, and then place, Chicago's Christ. in last. Uh, and then Chicago's yeah. in last. Sheesh. And we have, uh, do we really have division prices up? And Mike, Mike, like Mike conjures these markets out of thin air and puts them on the screen sometimes. And I go like, I looked for divisions in a couple places earlier today and couldn't find them. And I feel like I checked MGM. Maybe this is a state specific thing. Cause I actually want, there were a couple divisions. I actually think I was like, well, I can't, do I want to bet something, you know, going into the draft or whatever. So on the screen, I'll just read the prices on the screen, whether they're accurate or not. I have no idea, but they probably are because they're all autom- they're automated. Uh, NFC North Lions plus 160 Packers two, bears four, Vikings 450. These are plausible right. enough that they strike me as right. real. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, cousin stays. How about this? I do. I even believe what I'm saying. Uh, if you, you, th- how likely do you think it is? Cousin stays. Uh, I'll say put a percent on it. Uh, sixty. No, I thought you were going to say a higher number than that. Um, sixty. How about this? Sixty-five. Yeah, if you felt like it was even higher than that, like, do you bet the Vikings at four fifty? They won't be four fifty when he signs. The Bears will be twenty at that point. I mean, they'll be an impossibly high number. They'll never win. Uh, I- yeah, I think you're right. That's an interesting. I, how about one. this? Can I can I parse through this just for a second? I I actually I think the true percentage might be higher than that. I'm just I do want to account for if another team like blows him away financially, like then sure. what happens? And there are a bunch of teams out there, as there always are, that like want quarterbacks. And it seems like there's a few teams that would be really interested in a win now guy, which I feel like is not always the case. That can there I, are teams that are I, like, uh, no, we want a guy right now. So and also like there, I do not tweet. I don't want this like tweeted. Just like there is some scuttlebutt. That the uh, that the Niners, and this is this is not like film at eleven here. Kyle Shanahan loves Kirk Cousins and has like tried to get Cousins a couple times as the head coach of the 49ers to be his quarterback. Like struck out Started on Cousins like Jimmy Garoppolo instead. Right? Like yeah. they, he's he he loves Cousins. They were in Washington together back in 2013. Like he's always loved Cousins. Um, that maybe like that he might be interested in Cousins to replace Brock Purdy. 
as a starting quarterback of the Niners. I'm oh, not man. reporting what that. What a great rumor. I'm not, <laughs> what, I'm not what a great that. rumor. <laughs> I'm not reporting that. Just saying. Just saying. Oh, man. I mean, like, here's the, but here's the funny thing. I don't know, like, play it out. Does Cousins on that, like, would you go bet him to win the Super Bowl if they replaced Purdy with Cousins? Purdy's one of the best quarterbacks in the league last year. Uh, I think Cousins is, like, a good amount better than he is. Do you think they would win the Super Bowl with Cousins and they wouldn't with Purdy? Like, you think that's literally the difference? Let me ask you a different question. Kind of the same, but a little different. Kirk Cousins, healthy Kirk Cousins, is the Niners quarterback against Kansas City in this past Super Bowl. Who wins? Kansas City. And you could put anybody except Tom Brady on the opposite team, and I'm still going to pick Kansas City. I I think the Niners would have won with Cousins. I mean, you're talking about like a handful of plays and like, are we sure Cousins, you know, the, the, the third down... Like, you know, like the where the all-out blitz, basically, that Spags did to try to get him it's off like the field. It's like his veteran experience, I guess. Also, it's like, I love how I'm making the case that, like, that's, yeah. you know what? It's a fair counter by you. Yeah. I just, uh, like, okay, the, the swap, like, here's the guy who was, like, number one in EPA, number one in everything, advanced passing, and we're going to swap him with Kirk Cousins. Now I like the Niners. Like that just doesn't make that makes no sense to me. I got to be honest. It makes like absolutely. Okay. And we're and we're paying we're paying Brock Purdy like uh you know some pennies I have here on my desk. And we're gonna pay Kirk Cousins fifty million dollars. I, I just like everything about it. it just I don't know. It it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. But maybe that's maybe that's the genius of Shanahan is that like if he can do this with Purdy, give him Cousins and he'll be you know Tom Brady's record setting season fifteen years ago or whatever. Like I, I don't know. I just uh. I, I don't think that's the needle mover for me, even if Cousins is better than Brock Purdy, which I'm not even and, sure he is. And look, like what Purdy did this year is a lot different than what he did as a rookie. He went to the NFC Championship game as a rookie, and Shanahan tried to get Tom Brady out of retirement. I understand sure there's a massive difference I between Tom Brady and Kirk yeah. Cousins. I understand that. Just saying. That should be my, one of my new segments. There's segments on just the show saying. called I Just like Saying with Nick Costas. Yeah, Scuttlebutt needs to be out. Yeah. Uh, hour sad. one done, hour two for you. Coming up on the other side, we'll get back to the National Football League with eight buckets next hour, but we'll start talking some NBA with Odyssey NBA insider Nick Ferdell. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.